0: You're listening to the Numbers Matter podcast, the official podcast of Numbers Matter Accounting and Bookkeeping. I'm Chris Fallon with Numbers Matter, and we are taping another episode of our podcast today with my dear friend and author and um, uh, wonderful human being, Christy Straub.
1: Thank you, Chris. It's great to be here
0: uh today uh we are talking about the new beneficial ownership information reporting act, which I know christy, you are riveted <laughs> by <laughs> this requirement, but you own businesses yes yes, you own um uh l l c s and i believe a corporation yes, yes, and so how this applies to you is that uh there is a a time Uh, requirement that you have to register your ownership information for your entities at the FinCEN website, new entities have to file within 90 days starting, um, January 1st, 2024, and everybody else has to have their reports in by January 1st, 2025. Did you know anything about this? (laughs) No.
1: (laughs) And and spell FinCEN.
0: F-I-N-C-E-N. And so FinCEN is the financial crimes um, arm of the uh, government. They have a website. Uh, We used to have many uh, money service businesses clients, and so we did FinCEN registration and Um, compliance through the FinCEN website. So it's the same website, just a different um, type of reporting its uh, beneficial ownership.
1: So this is, everybody needs to report now, not just the Businesses that are handling tons of cash.
0: Every entity.
1: Every entity. So not just so LLC, S's, C's, the whole
0: shebang. Including partnerships. And what's interesting about that is that partnerships are never registered anywhere. There's no state filing for partnerships. So partnerships prior were a very private type of structure because there's no listing of it anywhere. Um, But that would include partnerships. Any structure, uh, including trusts. Hmm. Um, Now, there are some... Uh, types of entities that don't have to be um, reported. Those include large operating entities, which is defined by employing more than 20 people in the United States, had gross revenue or sales over 5 million on the prior year's tax return, and has a physical office in the US. Um, Publicly traded companies also are exempt, but that's the only only exemptions for the most part.
1: So this is, it sounds like, an, uh, the, an effort to round up <laughs> all the s- small teeny businesses that are sort of operating under the radar, do you think? or
0: It's more that there has been a lack of transparency regarding uh, money laundering and the use of businesses in the U.S. by uh, either uh, foreign-based people or entities um, or uh, other criminal elements in the U.S., but it's also a way that people structure tax avoidance. So uh, this w- this registration will, in theory, provide data that can be uh, used for um, money laundering and tax avoidance. Hmm.
1: So, I mean, I'm all, I know this is weird, but I'm all f- in favor of tax compliance. Yes. And every time I hear somebody who wants to get paid in cash because they don't want to pay the taxes, I think, I'm supporting you on your potholes on your street. I would really like it if you would pay your taxes. Yes, so, I mean, I, this maybe on the face of it looks a little bit onerous, but I can sort of see
0: why. Now, as a, a person who does have entities, do you feel that this is something that you're going to do yourself or that you're interested in hiring someone to do <laughs> for you? <laughs> I'm
1: interested in hiring the person sitting across the table <laughs> for me right now to uh, do this. Yeah, I mean, and probably what I'll do is look and see if.
0: Five, for five seconds and then call you. So I will tell you that the um, AICPA and the National Society of Accountants both came out and said that that we shouldn't be doing it. Really? Yeah, but uh, because it's felt that it's the practice of law. Um, now, as for our due diligence, because I think that we are going to have to help our clients do it, uh, we talked to the Arizona um, uh, Bar Association and gave them the specific... Act and you know did they think it was the practice of law, and in great attorney uh, response, there was no real response. They said something kind of vague. Um, but since then we've spoken to many attorneys, and um, they all feel that this is not the practice of law, uh, but since it was only released on January 1st, uh, we have not uh, uh, developed the mechanism of compliance for clients. Oh. but we will. Um, eventually, um, it does involve the transmission of some sensitive data, since, such as copies of your driver's license or passport. Mm. What do you feel about that?
1: Oh gosh, well, <laughs> yeah, I've been in technology for a long time, but you know, not necessarily a security ace. Uh, I wouldn't transmit my driver's license or my passport information while I'm sitting in the airport on the public Wi-Fi for sure, uh, and. You know, at this point, if you bought anything at Amazon ever, <laughs> this is just another thing. And I just and it opens up the whole, you know, security of your passwords and all that other stuff. So I I mostly don't think about that too hard anymore. I think more about what network am I on? Am I on my secure home network? And if I'm worried about it, I actually have um virtual private VPN software that I run on my phone and my iPad or and my laptop if I'm going to be out someplace. And if I'm really freaked out, I'll put the VPN software on. But, you know, hopefully... I always check out the website first where, you know, who is it that's asking me for my driver's license or passport number or something like that. And that <laughs> argues hard for me calling you and hiring you to do this because I know people spoof websites also and I would rather have a
0: professional involved. And I think that's why it's kind of odd to do this podcast today when we're just uh, educating about the topic and the need for compliance when we haven't come up with a compliance mechanism ourselves. But part of our uh, thinking about uh, developing that is that many clients are going to trust us more than they're going to trust some website they've never uh, encountered before.
1: Absolutely. Which I think is valid.
0: Yeah. Uh, so that is beneficial ownership information reporting under the corporate transparency act. <laughs> not a very long podcast today about <laughs> no. this topic. There's not much to say, but uh, later in the year we'll come out with our compliance mechanism and talk about it again. So this is more education at the moment.
1: Yes. Yes. Thanks for listening.
0: Thank you for listening to the numbers matter podcast. Episodes are released monthly. Check out Numbers Matter at our website, nmaab.com. If you or anyone you know are in need of accounting services in the greater Phoenix area, feel free to reach out at the contact page on our website, or you can send an email to chris at nmaab.com. You can also give us a call at 602-614-3404. This has been a T-Door production. Theme music by RKVC.